is the Main Event Boxing Podcast, and here's your host, Ben Damon. Well, the world is on pause, and there's pretty much no boxing happening, and we're being told we won't be flying overseas for an extended period either, but... Where there's a will, there's a way, and Australia's fighting Maloney twins have just arrived in Las Vegas ahead of announcements on their next fights, which are expected to take place on top-ranked shows maybe as soon as one month away. And Andrew Maloney and Jason Maloney both joined me. Boys, how was the flight? <laughs> it was all right, mate. It was pretty quiet, so we had a full row each to ourselves. So we had the yeah. poor man's business class, mate, lounging out. <laughs> yeah, that's very. I didn't even know there were that many flights physically going from Australia to the US at the moment. Was it a, a hassle for you to get on board a flight? Yeah, I think uh, we flew United Airlines. I think they might be the only company doing uh, American flights at the moment, and majority of majority of them are cargo flights where they just you know couriering and shipping different things overseas. But um, if you put in an exemption and you obviously have to be approved and have a pretty good reason for travelling, then you can get on a plane, which we found out and uh, yeah went went to the different pathways to see if we could we could get over here and yeah we struck gold. Yeah, and ultimately, um, Andrew, it is because you are a reigning world champion that this was able to take place. Is that your understanding, that because you are a world champion, uh, you were given that exemption uh, reasonably easily because you were told it could have taken a while for, for this all to come through, but it only took a couple of days? Yeah, I'm sure that played a big part in it. Um, the fact that I'm world champion and Jason could possibly fight for a world title while we're over here if things go well. Um also, what helped us is we've got our P1 visas, our working visas here in America, which helped on this end, I think. And, yeah, obviously having a, a great manager in Tony and having top rank behind us all played their part as well. And, yeah, we're lucky enough to get over here pretty quickly. Um, Jason, what was um, how did it play out last week? So there was a call, I believe, between Bob Arum and your manager, Tony Tolge. Uh, what happened from there? Yeah, that's right. We've, Tony's been staying in touch with top rank throughout this whole pandemic and just trying to keep a bit of an eye on what's going on and they called him on the Monday of last week and said look we want to get fights happening in June or July we'd like to try and get the boys over as soon as possible um we sort of thought initially geez I don't think this is going to happen but let's have a crack um me and Andrew been training right through so we're really keen to fight um they put in the application and as Andrew said they said to us look this could take a couple of days, this could take a few weeks, or you could easily get knocked back. But we thought, we'll have a go. And, yeah, Tony did all the paperwork and Top Frank helped and did their part as well and put in the application. And then we had a flight booked for the Friday. And by Thursday, we still hadn't heard anything and we sort of thought, yeah, look, this isn't happening. Um, But then, yeah, 3 p.m. Thursday, Tony gave us a call and said, boys, we've got it. You're off tomorrow. Pack your bags. And, yeah, we're, we're stoked, packed our bags, and we're off. And, yeah, the next day we're on a plane over to Vegas and couldn't believe it. Um, there was an immigration lawyer involved as well, um, I believe. I'd imagine that he might find himself uh, quite uh, <laughs> called <man>. for in, <laughs> in, in, in coming days. Uh, do you want to give him a plug, whoever he might be? <laughs> yeah, well, Chris Carmen and Tony, yeah, did all the paperwork. 
Um, oh, Chris so Carmen. He, okay, so um, a, a prominent Australian boxing figure uh, yeah. in his own right has been involved. Yeah, he's uh, he's helped plenty of others uh, over the years, and now he's come good in in terms of uh, COVID nineteen. That that's uh, that's really great. Um, he might be a busy man. Yeah. He may well be. Yeah. What, what's been the um, <laughs> What's it been like for you? Uh, well, what was it like flying at this time um, itself? Because obviously uh, the, the rest of us are pretty much grounded at the moment. But um, what was it like going through airports and what extra precautions were in place, particularly once you reached the US? Yeah, so as I said before, there was the, the plane was really quiet. Everyone had a, basically a, a whole row at least to themselves. Um, the, we had to go through the immigration, obviously, and they had to look over our application and that actually took quite a while, um, but we got through there. And then once we're on the plane, yeah, as I said, there was no one on there, and you have to wear a face mask the whole time. And they give you a hand sanitizer wipe to wipe down everything. So it certainly was a bit of a strange feeling. Um, uh, but you know, we got over here and we landed in America, and, and then Top Rank have looked after us. They've put us in a really nice house over here. So we're just here at the moment and uh, isolating at our house and, and doing some training at the moment um and i believe in a few days time they're going to come and do a, a covid test on all of us and make sure we're safe um and then the top rank gym is currently being um uh sprayed down at the moment with disinfectant yeah. and doing their covid19 uh, safety precautions and once that's all done and we're safe and covid free then we'll be able to train in the top rank gym uh, for those listening, um, I know the different voices between Andrew and Jason here, but you may not. But that was uh, Andrew and, and Jason uh, will speak now. Uh, um, what's it like in Vegas at the moment, um, Jason, with nobody there? Because the casinos are all closed. Uh, usually it's it's bustling. Um, it is the most happening place in the world. But at the moment, um, I can imagine it's pretty eerie. Yeah, it is. It's um, Yeah, as you said, all the hotels and everything is shut. So it's certainly not the the typical Vegas that I've come to the last couple of times I've been here but um uh, everyone I guess is sort of just trying to do the right thing um everyone's wearing their masks and stuff and everyone seems to be sort of staying home or, or not out and about too much and yeah we've been trying to do the same thing and stay safe obviously the last thing we want now is to to get the coronavirus because yeah. we won't be fighting so we've, we've come all this way we've got to be smart now and, and get through the next couple of weeks and, and make it to the ring. So have you been told to quarantine within the house um, that you're set up in now or are you able to go out and about? Well, I, no one actually spoke to us at the airport. I think you're supposed to do a 14-day at-home uh, quarantine, but we're just sort of doing that ourselves. And yeah. And once they give us that the corona test and we know we haven't got it and once they open up the top-ranked gym and that's uh, all made a safe environment, then, yeah, we'd like to get trained in there. But we're just sort of playing it by ear at the moment. Um, the top rank gym in Las Vegas is uh, is a very impressive place, uh, a big gym, but it is right on the strip. Um, I, I imagine you're not that close to there at the moment, are you? Are you a bit out of town? We're about yeah, ten to fifteen minutes out of town. Okay, yeah, so not, not too not too, not too far away. And the top yeah. rank offices are, are around there as well. Um, have you seen anyone from top rankers yet, or have they communicated yeah. with you since you since you arrived? Yeah, sorry. So this is Jason. We we went into the top rank office today, okay. um, and just had a quick meeting, just to yeah, sort of say good day. We're here, um, and just see what the plan was from there. We haven't got an exact date or opponent set yet, but they're working hard on that. Um, they were pretty shocked. They said to us today because we they said, oh, how much time do you need? And 
we said, mate, we're ready to go. We're here to fight. We've we've trained really hard through this whole lockdown and, and, and stayed ready. So they couldn't believe it. They said, you boys are the, literally the only boxers in the world that we've spoken to that are ready to go. But um, <laughs> we, we said, give us a fight next week. We're ready. <laughs> right. But they said, um, obviously, you got to find an opponent who's ready. So I think we're going to have to wait probably around four to five weeks for a fight. But um yeah, we'll just keep getting better and keep training and acclimatise and adjust to the time difference and everything. And, yeah, that four or five weeks will come in handy and we'll be jumping out of our skin when it's ready to go. Yeah, well, the rumours are that um, the fights are going to take place on one of the MGM properties um, in Las Vegas, that they'll start maybe mid to late June and that they might be uh, quite frequent. There might be fights, um, well, at least once a week. Uh, you've obviously had meetings uh, today with, with Top Rank. Uh, I don't know if Bob Arum was uh, was Skyped in or was uh, involved there, but I'm sure there were some uh, heavy hitters. Uh, can you tell us any more about what the plans are? Yeah, I believe pretty similar to what I've read on a few articles that they're planning to do the shows in a ballroom or such as at an MGM or somewhere similar. Um, And I believe all the fighters will probably stay there and they'll do the fights behind closed doors, no crowds. Um, I think you're only allowed one cornerman. They're going to supply cutmen, sorry, two people in the corner. And they're going to do fights maybe two or three times a week with – just about four fights on each show just for television, obviously. And, yeah, so they're going to pump them out pretty quick. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to getting the ring as, as soon as we can. They, they threw up a few possible opponents today that they're going to work on, and they're all really exciting fights. So we're looking forward to it. Okay. Well, I'm sure you don't want to tell us those lists, but um, could you tell us, uh, Andrew, if Israel Gonzalez, I think it was you were meant to be um, fighting, is he one of those names? Well, they're, they're going to look into that, but I, I, I think they said that Mexico is not looking good. Right. Um, so there's a couple other options, but um, look, I'm ready to fight whoever they've got for me. So I'm just looking forward to fighting over here in Vegas and defending my world title. Um, that, was, that was a funny thing, Ben. They're saying, well, we're having a hard time getting Mexicans, even Canadians over the border. <laughs> and you boys are flying from the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. King's Cliff's easy, but Mexico yeah. might be a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. Well, you've been um, talking about a potential fight with Chocolatito Gonzalez. I don't know if uh, if that's a possibility. We saw him at the fights in uh, Nicaragua uh, that took place a couple of weeks ago, the legendary uh, Chocolatito. Uh, Andrew, was his name mentioned? Um, it wasn't actually, but I might throw it up because yeah, I totally, might as well. it slipped my mind that they had fights over there a few weeks ago. So obviously things aren't too bad over there. So maybe we can get him on a plane. Yeah, he was ringside as well for those fights. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so you boys would have got a chance to see uh, to see those fights. They're also uh, an event uh, or two in um, in South Korea, but we saw in those Nicaraguan fights maybe a little taste of what things might look like when fo- uh, boxing does come back. Um, how did you feel about everything that was going on? Even the ring girls were wearing face masks. Uh, it was quite bizarre the way things were, were playing out there, but uh, how would you feel about fighting in front of, well, no crowd and, and with those extra um, uh, bits and pieces in place. Yeah, it was a, a little bit strange, but at the end of the day, like when you're in the ring, you, you try not to think about the crowd too much anyway. You, you're sort of trying to stick to your game plan and listen to your corner. So, and that's what you're doing in sparring, you know, two or three times a week. It's There's no one really in the gym a lot of the time and you, it's just you and your opponent and listening to your coach. So I don't think it's going to be really too different to be honest and it probably might actually work in our favor a little bit sometimes 
I found in the past and maybe get sucked into trying to please the crowd a little bit too much and and um you know taking risks that don't need to be taken so it might actually bring out the best in me I think. And what about you, Jason? Um, in terms of an opponent, Joshua Greer was um, was the name that was uh, in the opposite corner to you on your proposed fight again uh, on the undercard of Noya Anui's um, next fight event yep. in Las Vegas. So you're, you're in the right city at least, maybe a slightly wrong time. But what about in terms of opponents? Is Greer still in the mix for you? Yeah, he's still definitely in the mix, and he's certainly who I want to fight. Uh, we're not sure exactly what's happening with that situation. The, they're trying to work through that because Casemiro is over here, yeah. uh, Gris is here, and I'm here, but they can't get a Nui over here. So yeah. Casemiro wants to defend his title, and obviously me and Gris both want to be world champions. So one of us will probably get a crack at Casemiro, um, or if he doesn't end up fighting, we'll fight each other. I'm not too sure what they're going to do. I, I'm, I said I'm happy to fight either of them. Um, they said, look if you don't get Greer this fight, how would you feel about hanging around, provided you pull up well from your fight? Would you like to fight him shortly afterwards? And that's another option too. So if we get two fights back-to-back relatively quick, if that yeah. if that happens. But um, obviously, the, you know, a lot of things have to play out there. You have to pull up well and you have to win, obviously. Um, but for me, I made it pretty clear that, yeah, Greer's a guy that I want to fight. And He's been pretty vocal, and he knows that I'm in America at the moment. So I think we both want the fight. We've just got to wait and see if that's the one that gets put together. Yeah, and, and Casemiro has a world title at the moment as well. So would it not be um, enticing for you to jump straight into a, a world title fight with him? Yeah, definitely. I, got, I said to Tony and Angelo today, like, they were asking what I prefer. Well, obviously, I want to be world champion. It's just it's strange when you visualise, like I've had in my head <laughs> yeah. for the last few months, like, you know, I want to smash Greer. But um, if, if you've got a world title there luring you in a different direction, then, yeah, you got to go where the title is, don't you? Yeah, you'd have to think so. But, uh, well, it, it seems to be um, very well respected that you are both willing to jump in so quickly. Um, what have you been doing uh, to stay fit and prepared throughout this process? I think um, one or, or if not both of you did a bit of work um, in the meantime as well, some physical labour and stuff. Did you did you do much work or, or was it mainly training? That was, that was relatively early. Ben, this is yeah. Jason. Um, yeah. When... When this first happened, it looked like, geez, boxing's not, not happening for a while. Yeah. We thought, well, we're fighters. We're not fighting. We're not earning money. We've both got young families to look after, so we better better do something to keep some money coming in. Um, so, yeah, we did a, like just two days a week sort of bit of labouring just to keep yeah. – yeah, just to pay the bills. But then um, things started to look like they were improving, and we didn't want to stop training. So we sort of put that on hold and just said, look, let's just bite the board and, you know, do it tough until this plays out and uh you know we just kept training right through we yeah we didn't miss a day we basically you know trained every single day luckily for us we got a private gym that only myself and andrew had access to so we could keep keep using that and you know be in a safe environment that we weren't putting anyone else at harm and um yeah we're able to train every day and, and sort of stay in fight camp yeah, that's a very fortunate situation. A lot of boxers uh, here in Australia and around the world have not been so lucky with regards to access to a gym. Um, so, yeah, you, you, you're obviously uh, at a huge advantage there, um, Andrew, in terms of being able to stay fit. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's something that we realised pretty early on, and that's when we sort of thought, let's stop working because we've got an advantage here over everyone else. So 
we felt like we were really improving in the gym as well. So we thought, let's just really knuckle down and get a get a head start on everyone else who probably can't train correctly at the moment. Um, and then when fights come around, we'll be ahead of ahead of the pack. So that's exactly what happened. We um we as we said, we're ready to fight now. So as soon as Top Rank mentioned fighting, we just jumped straight on the plane, got over here in the office today we said get us on next week if you can so we know we've got an advantage everyone else and we're trying to use it to our advantage andrew did you wear your world title belt when you're on the building site <laughs> yeah that was my tool my tool belt yeah <laughs> hang the hammer off it yeah it's nah. a good look nah, uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm a terrible tradesman I'm like yeah right boss. Okay, well, well, you've got one thing going for you. That's all right. Um, what about um, you, you've both got uh, partners and, and young families now. Um, you would have had to have that conversation when these phone calls were coming through. Um, what were those conversations like? Yeah, this is Andrew speaking. Firstly, yeah. um, yeah, that's definitely like the hardest part of this. That we're obviously stoked that we're able to get over here and able to fight, but we are probably going to be here for a minimum of probably seven or eight weeks and possibly longer if we, if they do talk about us backing up again straight away, um, which is going to be pretty hard because our, our, my wife and Jason's partner are at home looking after the kids on their own. And looks like I'm probably going to miss my boy's first birthday, which I'm pretty devastated about, but this is uh, what we've got to do. And I've got to provide a future for them. So financially, if I can back up two fights here and then go home, we'll be in a lot better position. What about you, Jason? Yeah, exactly the same as what Andrew's saying. Obviously, it's a hard thing, but we made a lot of sacrifices to, to be in this position. And, and you know, we've got, to, we've got to, you know, take these opportunities when they're presented to us. And we're at this point in our career where we can, you know, change our lives and, you know, put ourselves in a better position for the future. So it might be hard at the moment, but these are the things you got to do if you want to make it in this sport. And, and we've shown past we're willing to do whatever it takes so this is just another another sacrifice we've got to make and you've both mentioned um in this conversation you're willing to back up quickly um one fight to the next um it's a bit of a throwback situation it's it's old school where you boxers might be um fighting one week and having a week off and then getting in uh the following week again uh is that something you're physically prepared uh for because um it's going to be a different test to your bodies i'd imagine yeah right and obviously this is Andrew again it um it it all depends on how we pull up from the fight um and how taxing those fights are I suppose but um you know we we stay fit in the gym all year round as it is like there's a lot of fighters out there who fight and they're not in the gym for you know two or three months and then they they come back when they've got a new fight date and and do a 12 10 or 12 week camp that's not what we do we're we're ready you know and fit all year round and we want to fight more often than what a lot of these guys do these days. Yeah. So if we're over here and, um, you know, obviously when we, if we flew back home, you've got to do the, you know, two weeks in a hotel room, um, isolation, and then probably another two when you fly back to your home state, it's a long sort of time before you can look at coming back again and, and getting fit. So while we're over here, if we can squeeze two fights in really quickly and then come home and have a bit of a rest, that'd be, that'd be ideal. Well, what's the uh, ideal scenario for the pair of you and Top Rank come to you in, in the next week or so and um, tell you about a, a date and an opponent? Uh, firstly, Andrew, what do you want them to say? Um, when when would you like to get in and who do you want it to be against? 
Um, well, I'd love to get one in in sort of maybe three weeks' time. Uh, yep. I'd love to have my first fight. Um, any of the names I mentioned are all exciting. Um, so, yeah, get a win there. And then the one you mentioned, Chocolatito, if we can get him in for the following fight, that'd be a dream come true. Yeah, it makes sense. And what about you, Jason? Yeah, um, I think I'd like to get out as soon as possible. I think I'd like the Greer fight. Uh, like I said, I've been focused on him for months. So I've just visualised and, and, you know, been motivated just to smash him for the last few months. And I really, so I'd really like to fight him, make a really good impression there, have a really impressive win. Then Casemiro, back it up, win the WBO world title and then, Finish off the year by fighting a Nui for the Unified World Championship would be um, my ideal scenario. Well, that sounds fantastic. And the thing is, in this climate, all of that is entirely possible. You're in a, a very strange place in uh, boxing history at the moment. And congratulations on the pair of you for taking the jump and getting over there because you've placed yourself in a position to do some really, really exciting things and to, to really boost your own profile. It's not only over there, obviously, in the US on these top-ranked shows, but back here in Australia as well. Um, you, you can imagine there's going to be a, a lot of eyes on whatever you two end up doing given uh, that everything else is on pause it must make it even more exciting the process yeah it certainly does and that's that's a big motivating factor we like you said obviously it's a you know we're making a few sacrifices to be over here but while there's nothing going on and we've got this huge opportunity to be over here and to fight while the whole world's going to be watching it's you know something we really want to capitalize on and it could do, you know, huge things for our career. And, and now we've just got to knuckle down and make sure we're very impressive in these performances and give everyone something to watch and something to be excited about. Yeah, certainly. All right. Well, um, I'll let you go because it's just about time to, to get to bed for you, I'd imagine. I don't know how the jet lag's going at this early stage. But, um, <laughs> yeah, stay safe over there first and foremost. But um, enjoy your time. Bit, and, and congratulations uh, to the pair of you on getting over there and also to Tony Tolge and to Chris Carmen for, for making it happen. Uh, a really exciting time for two of the most uh, exciting young boxers uh, in Australian boxing. Um, good luck, fellas. Thanks, Eddie. Uh, thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, mate.